if that's the bubbling sound, we are gathered around the water cooler and we are talking about this week's episode of Moon Knight, which is on Disney Plus, Marvel's program they're running at the moment. It is on episode four, I believe. That's what we just watched. Episode uh, four. four, yes, four, four, yes. Yep. The Tomb is what it was called. The Tomb with two more to go. All right, well, mate, my name's Anthony. I'm joined by Sevy, of course. Yes. And we're watching this show every week and we're sitting down and we're breaking it down. And as a Moon Knight fan, I'm loving it. As someone who isn't into Moon Knight, Sevy's not really loving it that much. No. Um, this, all right, I, I want to get ahead of this though before we get into the show. This is what I was worried about with Moon Knight, to be honest. Um, the comic isn't for everyone. Like that's... Oh, mate, I'm finding this so boring. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's, there's bits that I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But then it's just like, oh, it's back to the boring. It's like, oh. Right, what I, I feel like this should have been a movie. Oh, yeah. To cut out a whole heap of the crap that's not needed. Yeah, a Moon Knight movie would be... Awesome. You, if, if they had condensed these six episodes to two hours, perfect. Mm. I'd probably like it. Now, it'll be interesting which way they go. All right, so obviously we're talking spoilers. We're not going to break down bit by bit what happened in this episode. No, we, we, we never, we We've never do it. We've watched it. You've watched it. You're here. We're talking about it. Um, obviously, it finished with him in the mental asylum in this one. Yep. But it didn't finish with him in the mental It would have been so easy for them just to go, and he's in a mental asylum. And then you'll get more next week. Mm. But instead we got him trying to process what's happening in that asylum. And you start seeing all the characters around and all that kind of stuff, which was cool to see like all the little nods they had to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. To the point where he goes and meets with um, Ethan Hawke's character, Arthur Harrow, who's the yep. uh, doctor. What's the doctor's name? Emmett? Oh. Emmett? 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 I don't know. Emmett? It's Emmett. Emmett? Dr. Emmett. Um, that is directly from the comics. So this is picked up from the Jeff Lemire, uh, Greg Smallwood run, where Moon Knight wakes up in an institution with this doctor called Dr. Emmett, who is a real doctor, like absolutely drilling down, trying to find out what's going on with his dissociative disorder, all that kind of stuff, ends up becoming super obsessed with Moon Knight because of it. Yep. And becoming an actual villain. Like that's, and this is a, a female psychiatrist kind of character. Um, we got little nods to this story already, which was the orderlies. So the two orderlies we see trying to handle him here are, are Billy and Bob, I think their names were. Which were the same um, names? The police. It's a cop. Yeah, the detectives were given. Yeah, and we mentioned yeah, that Billy and Bobby. We mentioned that during that episode. That was like that's interesting that they've got the same names that those in the comics, the orderlies who kind of stuff with him in the asylum in asylum run have. Yep. Um, so that came full circle for, I guess, that comic reveal there. Um, right. Let's just get straight to it. So. In the comics, this whole world that he's in is set up by Konshu. So he's trapped by someone. By Konshu. Okay. And the reasoning for it is Konshu needs him to 
confront his other personalities. Well, he failed on that one, didn't he? He <laughs> left one there. <laughs> Very much so. Um, but it's more of a Konshu being a dick thing. He doesn't. Wouldn't want you him- have thought that he would have? He would have opened that. The second tomb he found? Yeah, no. Because, I mean, he found one. Stephen came out. Wouldn't you just go, oh, hang on, there's another one there. Who's in that? Let's have a look. <laughs> but Mark... No, we'll just walk past it and get to a hippo. Mark didn't see it. Stephen saw it and Stephen went, no, 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 we're not going there. <laughs> because that's Stephen's personality. Even, um, I love that Stephen didn't want to give Mark control in the tomb. And what game? Why have they changed Stephen so much? What? From the comics to... This guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is the Stephen we've got. I guess they want to make him more different from Mark. They're tr- trying to make him different from Bruce Wayne, weren't they? Well, the, yeah, that too. Um, because Stephen is essentially Bruce Wayne in the comics. Kind of, He's a billionaire yeah. playboy. Yeah, movie producer, all that kind of stuff. Um, because he's the one who funds everything for Mark. He is, yeah. Yeah. That would have been way cooler. Why didn't they just do that? I guess they want to make Mark and him more A bumbling idiot. Or more different as well. Like they they really want to drill into the differences between Mark and Stephen, so that when you're seeing them on the on the page, it's easier to see rather but than you can, you two can, actors. You can see the, the difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman. <laughs> that's a, that's different. <laughs> like that's... And that's basically what it is. You got Stephen, who's Bruce Wayne; Batman, who's Mark. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what it is essentially. I guess it was just the. Um, we're supposed to get, I guess we're coming into it through Steven. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and that's, that's the idea is that you need someone who doesn't know what's going on because yeah. that's the audience's perspective, you know? So I think so they're that's, trying to throw, I think they're trying to throw a curveball to the Moon Knight fans as well. That too, you know? Um, to give them something fresh and then. Yeah. But also like this version of Steven isn't, completely different to a version of Stephen we've gotten through the Moon Knight runs, which is the one that I think Brian Michael Bendis might've written, um, which is possibly the worst Moon Knight run. But how is he so hit and miss? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> like he can absolutely <laughs> nail some stuff yeah. and then other stuff he touches, it just turns to garbage and you're like, how? Well, the Moon Knight how? run that, um, is that just him not understanding the characters? The Bendis did was actually um, made better by uh, Jeff Lemire, which is the run that we're looking at now with the asylum. And oh, okay. So it's kind so he got someone into so so basically he started it, went to crap. He got someone into help, and it got better. No, no. So he had this idea no? of how Moon Knight was going to interact with his own personalities. And Bendis or Lemire? Bendis. Yep. Right? But to do that, he also... Because at this stage, Marvel was letting him write blank checks. Oh, okay. So he didn't... He wasn't just able to do whatever he wanted. He was able to use whatever characters he wanted. Yep. So his idea was that in his... So basically James Gunn. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just, take, take, just go hard. So he just went, oh, well, this is awesome. I'm writing Moon Knight, but I want to use Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Captain America. Oh, wow. Right? And it's a weird weird ones to add in. Yeah, but to do that... Who just say Spider-Man, Wolverine? Uh, Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Captain America. None of them fit. So what he did with them 
was they were Mark's different personalities inside his head. What Wolverine was? Uh, Wolverine, Captain America, and Spider Man. They all had aspects of Mark, Jake, and Stephen. But it's like that's how he sees himself. But you didn't realize that's what it was. You thought Moon Knight was working with Captain America, Wolverine, and Spider Man through most of the run until you realize that's just how Mark sees himself and they weren't actually there. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So that was his way of having those personalities interact with each other. So what you're saying is Hugh Jackman confirmed <laughs> in Moon Knight. <laughs> that's what you're yeah. saying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saying. heard it. No, heard what it I'm saying first. is that Jeff Lemire then read that run and said, I see what you did there, but what if he actually just just confronted himself? Like none of this, yeah. oh, that character is Well, that would be the better me. option, like, especially for people that are suffering through mental problems and that sort of stuff like confront it head on and don't try and play it off as something else Conchu's plan in the comic is I'm going to essentially put all these cats in a bag together right and they're going to fight and one's going to come out on top so Conchu didn't want a huggy happy feely reunion we're all going to learn to get along situation he wanted to trap them all in there and be like, one of you is the dominant personality, one of you is coming out. And that's and who, my avatar. Did, did, did that happen or did they all just get along? Uh, they all tried to work together and that pissed off Conchu. <laughs> okay. So that's basically what's going to happen here. They're all going to work together. And <clears throat> Look, possibly. Except Jake. Jake, Jake, Jake will come pretty out angry that he's, Hey, did you notice the reflection in Alexander's tomb? No. <clears throat> so when... Maybe. Um, I don't know. When Stephen's looking in Alexander's tomb and we've got the reflection of um, of Mark talking to him and he's talking back to him being like, this is Alexander the Great's tomb. That's amazing. He must have been the last avatar of Amit, which is just historically that would be incredible if that was like where they're going with this because that's would explain how Alexander the Great had this cult following was able to achieve everything he did kind yeah. of thing. Kind of what Arthur Harrow's got going, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and it also explained why the Egyptian gods pulled the reins on Amit because he's like, you've given this human too much power. Yeah. And he's influencing history, essentially. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, which we know they're not a fan of. <laughs> um, but in those reflections there, you had him talking to... Mark, but you notice how like every reflection we've had, there's been that third reflection. Yeah. Um, this time that third reflection, I swear, had a mustache. We'll go have a look. Rewatch I, I've, it. I've looked and I'm like, is it a smudge on the tablet or is it a mustache? I don't know. But in the comics, Jake's usually got a mustache. A smudge on what tablet? On the Alexander's ta- tomb. Yeah, the tablet that was on his chest. Yeah, right. The tablet or the axe handle, whatever it was that you saw the reflection in. Might have been the handle of the axe now that I think about it. No, the actual head of the axe, sorry. Unless they did it on purpose. It could just be a nod. But how's he going to show up with a moustache? That doesn't make sense. That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, unless it's in his mind. Like in the asylum, which is all in his mind, obviously. It's like, oh, check out my moustache. And she's like, what moustache? Yes, you idiot. (laughs) 
Yeah, pretty. He's twirling he's, his mullet. There's nothing. It'd be there. cool. He's like combing it. He's <laughs> <laughs> got an awesome comb. Why are you combing your top lip? What are you doing? Yeah, idiot. Like, Clearly, I'm looking up to my mustache. <laughs> He's putting um, grease in his mustache. It's just grease on his lip. Yeah, he's like super <laughs> proud of it. Um, all right, so that's most of the asylum stuff covered. Interesting, like they didn't just use the actors to come back, but they used the set pieces as well. Yeah, um, I did notice that there was a lot of lot of stuff in there. But that office that he goes to speak to, um, uh, Ethan Hawke's Doctor Harrow, M. A. Whatever we're going to call him. Yep. In there, that office room with the big window in the background, and then like that kind of brick side and all that kind of stuff. Yep, that's where they run into in episode two. Uh, yeah, with all the uh, artifacts and stuff yep. in there. Him and Layla. Yep, exact same room, and it's just that little bit of like, oh, that that's a cool nod. Like yeah. that's that's a cool little callback. I like how they did that, and, and getting all the him, actors back and him like strapped to the, the chair. Yeah, the, the ankle, leg, the Rubik's cube was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the little pots of color, like the yep. Jello, is that the cupcake cart instead of yep, cupcake, cupcake cart? Yeah, like I didn't say a Doom the, reference. Uh, painting though. of yeah, 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 you did. Uh, it was the painting of the Alps with the castle, the castle of Doom, possibly. Yeah, I've seen that. I didn't say like it, there was nothing saying Von Doom or oh, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. anywhere. Could just be a general sense of doom. <laughs> um, uh, Layla, of course, there eating Turkish delights again. Um, all that stuff. Donna, sorry, hugging the. I think it was a thingy. Um, Layla on her pinky had a bandage, which she'd drawn a red scarab beetle on. Right. Yeah. And you get a really good look at it because obviously she's there's a lot of fixation she's got going on with whatever her character in the mental institution's going through, but she's eating that sweet and she's touching her face a lot. Yep. But it's to draw attention, obviously, to that pinky with the scarab on it. Yep. Now, I think last week I was saying, uh, I'd be really worried if they were going to take Layla and make her the next Moon Knight. Like, I think it's too early to say we're going to shelve this male character and go the female route <laughs> seems to be it what is happens. Marvel yeah but this is early for that you know? um, but as they've given us the backstory so back in the tomb we get Harrow telling Layla who was just giving me massive flashbacks to Evie and the mummy by the way with the hair and the tomb rating and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah yep 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 you know um, just, you know, one of my first crushes just out there in the world doing her thing. Um, nice little callback to that. That was lovely. Um, but telling her that Mark knows about her father's death so that when she goes to confront him, and this is what I was saying before about Stephen's character, I love that Stephen was so just against giving up the body for Mark. Yeah. Until she starts confronting him. Hey, and he's like, "Oh, about." <laughs> was this the first supernatural monster we've seen? No, he saw the jackal. The jackal. No, that was in Mark's head. No, that was real. Or even if it wasn't, it was there, Mark but it was invisible to everyone else. This was visible by to her as well. Yeah, 
That's what I mean. Is this the first one that we've seen? Well, you got to remember the other one was visible to her as well. She attacked it. It just wasn't visible, visible. It just wasn't visible, visible. Yeah. Yeah, it was there and it was doing stuff, but so the Jekyll can turn itself invisible, possibly, but not to Mark. That's odd. Yeah, or maybe Mark can see through whatever it does to turn itself invisible. Yeah. You know, because he's on that whatever spectrum it operates on. Yeah, but then how does uh, throwing water on it make it appear? That's a bit weird as well. Well, it'd be like the old thing about ghosts being on different spectrums but can leave footprints or whatever. Yeah, but you can't throw water on a ghost and then it appears. We don't know that. We try. <laughs> you would have, um, we would have seen plenty of ghosts. The amount of time you're using a hose or that squirted around in nowhere, yeah. the next minute there's just a figure standing there. You're like, Here I um, am turning the, the uh, sprinklers on for the Confederates. That's right. They're just <laughs> running through. Going, da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't think oh, it works man. like that. <clears throat> was it water or? Yeah, it was something like that, wasn't it? Anyway. Um, it's however yeah, it, was, it was nothing special. Let's put it that way. Yeah, like, it's it however no their spectrum works, I guess. It's whatever rules they're making up. Yeah, that, um, that's what I, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's just whatever works for the story that'll do. Really much, yeah. Um, no, but lazy. You are right that like that's a big deal to see, like a mythical kind of. Yeah, being. like he was there. Like that that mummy was there. Like that, and it creepy. wasn't invisible. It was there. Like I love the way it was clicking. Yeah. Oh, that was just disturbing. Yeah, but obviously it's it's got no tongue. Yeah, it can't. But it can't see either. Yeah. So it's probably I think it's using clicking. Yeah, it's that's what it's doing. Yeah, which was awesome. Like a bat and creepy as hell. Batman. <clears throat> like that. That Tomb Raider scene was like. Where mm. have we seen clicking like that before? In a movie where they're clicking. Oh, um, John Krasinski, Quiet Place. Yes. <clears throat> Which used the same yeah. kind of echolocation kind of thing. That, that's it. Which is awesome. Um, <clears throat> no, I loved I loved that thing. That was awesome. And that's what it reminded me of, the same sound. It was that's <clears throat> The sound was almost similar to those creepy aliens. But I love that it's just like, well, I've woken up. I'm going to go back to mummifying people. Yeah. <laughs> Good nap, guys. Time to get to work. <laughs> yeah, just just back to it. Just got some. Where are the rest? Where are the rest of them? Is there only one, or is there several? Should be three. Oh, yeah, because they're the three priests that are buried with the pharaoh. So how has Conchu managed to get Mark stuck in his head after being shot when Conchu is no longer there anymore? He's trapped in a. Well, this a, is basically what? a vial or something. I don't know what you would yeah, call it. Yeah, so uh, Tararet. Tauret? Tauret? The giant hippo lady who shows up at the end. Yeah. Um, she is the goddess of, I think it's fertility and something else. So you reckon he's getting reborn? No, I think... Oh, look, there's a couple of ways we can go about this. The first one is that she's in this kind of halfway zone with him. Yep. Because she's been bound. Like... You know, we started the episode with... She is also going to be in the next two episodes as well. Yeah, because the actress. Yeah, episode one and five is what I'm looking at here. It's her first thing as well, by the look of this. It's the only um, thing she's ever done. Um, Yeah, so she could be a bound god as well. 
in the same way that um, that Konshu is. Yep. And if that's the case, maybe they are bound to a different plane. Yeah, right. So they can't be on Earth, but they can be in this halfway kind of between Earth and death, between life and death kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That what's it usually called? Um, limbo. Limbo. You know, hello, so lost. But it could be a case of as Mark was shot and dying, Conchu was like, he's passing through my zone. I can grab grabbed him. him, yeah, and pulled him out. Yeah, pulled um, him off the trail of uh, going to that light that we saw him falling towards. Well, this could also be the field of reeds. You're a field of reeds. Thank you. Um, <laughs> which is what is the field of reeds? So the field of reeds is where the Egyptians go to be judged before death. Anubis. Yeah, that's where we did Anubis. see a painting of him. He he is there. Yeah. I saw a picture of him, and that was the most exciting part of this episode for me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, he's there. He's there. Are we going to see him? And we didn't see him. I'm like, oh, god damn it! But. This could also be, like, this whole thing may not be Konshu. It may be his field of reeds. So remember that girl in the first episode where he walks into the museum and she's, like, stuffing her rubbish into the pyramid? No. Little girl with the glasses. Cute little girl. Nope. No idea. Not a clue. All right. Mate, you know I didn't didn't like the first episode that much, so I've just deleted that. This was, like, the first 10 minutes of the first episode. Hence why I don't remember it. So he walks into work to, at his museum, says hi to the bloody uh, security guard who gets his name wrong, and then sees a girl putting her rubbish into the little pyramid statue. Okay. And he walks up to her and he's like, uh, you should probably put that in a bit instead. And she says, and then they start talking about like the Egyptian stuff around. And he's like, oh, something wicked's over there. Little Shakespeare reference uh, pointing to a sarcophagus. But then she says, that weird line, which was like, how did it feel to be rejected from the field of reeds? And he says, that's a weird thing to say. I'm not dead. Well, maybe he is. Maybe it's all he made might, up. This is what I'm saying here. So that was that little part of my head of saying, I hope this isn't the way they've gone. But this may all be right back from the start. Like he was shot or whatever, doing something at the start of this episode. And that's what's triggered all of this. And this is all his kind of field of punishment shit. Yeah. Okay. Which is dealing with the guilt of knowing Layla's father died, all that kind of stuff, how he died, all that kind of stuff. Because that's his, he says it's his burden, it's his punishment. Yeah. Um, speaking of Layla, I kind of mentioned it earlier about the red scarab. Yep. Um, the scarlet scarab is an Egyptian hero slash anti-hero who he's a dude that gets these like godlike powers from a scarlet scarab uses it to defend egypt he's an egyptian nationalist so full-on just as egyptian as you can be yeah um appeared in a comic where he fought against who he called the invaders and it was a team of marvel heroes who were all like captain britain captain america namor uh, the Human Torch, like all these guys who were going to fight Nazis, but going through Egypt to do it, and he thought they were coming to take Egypt, essentially, um, went toe to toe with all of them. Nice. What we learned today is that character Abdul Faul has the exact same name as Layla's dad. 
right? Okay. We're getting little nods to, he used to call her his little scarab. Yep. And now we've got a little red scarab, scarlet scarab on her pinky. Yeah. So I'm happier that they're possibly not setting up to take Moon Knight's position. And stoked to think that we might actually get her as the Scarlet Scarab. Because in the comic, his son took over from him and became the Scarlet Scarab. Oh, there you go. Well, it's confirmed then. Yeah. (laughs) So a couple of little, little hints there. The other thing we got was her backstory through Mark, which is that his, her dad was killed by Mark's partner who got greedy. Yeah. And his partner tried to kill him too. Yeah. In the comics, that's the Bushman. So his partner was another mercenary called the Bushman who actually got greedy, tried to take everything, shot everyone. Um, and that's where Konshu takes Mark or gives Mark the choice to stay alive essentially and be his avatar or just die there in the tomb. Yeah. You get the choice, um, keep on living and work for me or take death. Exactly. It's not now, really a choice, is it? It's not really. <laughs> but from the trailers, I think we did see the first moment that Mark gets possessed by Konshu. So we're possibly going to see that flashback. Yeah. Which means we'll possibly get all the flashback, which is we might see the Bushman. We might see all of that stuff. Well, we've only got two episodes left. So they want to hurry up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this might be next week. Yeah, right. Where we get to see. No, next week will be the, it'll be the whole episode of him walking around a mental asylum. In the comics, he convinces the people in the asylum with him to break out with him. Uh, aren't they all his <laughs> head anyway? Yeah. So he's just well, convincing himself. This was the hard thing in the comic is that it's the it's the real like first time where someone drilled down and said that Mark is not a reliable narrator. Yeah. You know, because you'd have the exact same panel where um the orderlies would walk in and they'd be torturing him essentially. Yeah. Billy and Bob. And then you'd have them walk in, Mark standing there and he's wrapped himself in like his mental asylum Moon Knight robe. Yeah. By like putting a straight jacket around his head and stuff and drawing a crescent moon on it. Like <laughs> he's a bit nuts. And they've come in and he's like, I'm ready for them. And then it shows them being like, what the hell is this guy doing? And then flashes back to him and then back to them. And they're like those Egyptian jackal uh, cats. Yeah. Okay. Like that's their faces. Yeah. So that's what he's seeing. And he's like, ah, oh, I see you guys are, bad guys and they're like so you never know if he's actually just beating up orderlies who are just <laughs> bad guys or actual Egyptian mythical beasts let's have both yeah exactly why not have both um, so that's kind of the point where like he escapes with them like he, he get, gets like crawly and everyone in there to work with him to escape yeah as they're escaping these people are getting shot and dying so he's losing them as he's going, but he's pushing through. He gets to a subway. The subway 
gets onto a train and then the next station the doors open up he goes into a station up the stairs and he's in the mental asylum again oh so he's like what you're gonna say he's gonna be in a tomb or something like in you know like in shazam no the train opens and he walks into the fair (laughs) yeah but that does happen as well he takes another one ends up coming up through i think a manhole and he's in new york city and then as he's like going through new york city it slowly starts becoming egypt and then there's a giant pyramid there and he's like what like but you're reading it all from his point of view yeah so you never know what's actually happening until it all starts making sense towards the end where you start piecing back everything you've read you're going oh okay well that was that that was this that was that yeah 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 yeah. yep 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 um the hard thing for that with this episode is that i i think if they were going to go that way with the whole mental asylum thing like i'm on for it because if it's anything like the run i'm going to be excited for it but i'm worried they've left it too late to do it it seems that way i i would have taken and I, an episode and a half i don't think we're getting a season two either no because it, it was put on the oscars or whatever emmys as a limited run yeah so the next time we get moon Knight will probably be, probably be werewolf by night blade <laughs> i'm holding for Blade. suns midnight suns that would be nice um yeah Either way, Hello, Frank. that's out there. We're possibly going to have a Scarlet Scarab out there in the world too. Well, we are. You've um, just confirmed that. Well done. <laughs> if we do, we don't know. It could just be little nods. You know, there's little nods that don't ever go anywhere, but they're like, if you read comics, you might like this. Yeah, Marvel doesn't really do that too much. Yeah. They, they usually a throw bit. a nod and it pays off somewhere along the line. Yeah, but after thirty something movies, of course, going to pay eventually. It's like <laughs> when they run out of ideas, like, oh no, what can we go back to? <laughs> yeah, what was that thing? Uh, didn't what? we show the Ten Rings in the first? What breadcrumbs did we leave we and never, right, yep. never pay off? Bring that back. <laughs> Bring yeah, back. they just Bring, leave yeah, stuff back. for like other writers to pick up later. Yeah, that's really what they're doing. Foggy's yeah. just saying, just so throw s- all of this in there, and then. We'll throw as if much stuff at a wall as we Scarlet can. Scarab later, they can. And we've set up an origin and we'll story. See for what her. Look at this. Sticks. Right here. If people like her, they can have her. Um, yeah, it's now Foggy's going to well, be like, like, "Damn it, you've just got our plan." Yeah, we throw as many ideas at a wall, and we see what sticks, and that's what we run with. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, you but guys even can some write things for they, us. But they throw a bunch of stuff at the wall that don't expect them to throw. Like I didn't expect Moon Knight to get thrown. At that no, they're throwing. The they're place. throwing everything. They basically yeah. they've grabbed a stack of Marvel comics and just gone, yeah, and and then whatever's what stuck there, they're like, well, I guess we have to do this now. She Hulk. Yeah, you've got right. all you've got all these comics She-Hulk. that are just falling all over the ground with pages up, and they're just going, we'll take that, 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 and that, and that. Well, that's essentially what they've done to this Moon Knight series. They've just thrown a bunch of Moon Knight comics at the wall. And gone, oh, look at that. There's his origin story. Oh, over there's that Jeff Lemire run where he's at a mental institution. Take that too. Yeah, we'll put that and in there's, there. You know, like they've actually gone through and done that. Like, oh, there's this version of Mr. Knight. Okay, let's take him. And there's that one. Let's take that too. You know, like, oh, there's the part where his Moon Knight character is actually mythological and not just a suit he wears. Yep, take that too. Yeah. You know, like... They've just taken all of his stuff and just cherry picked it all. Yeah. 
Which for Moon Knight was easy to do because everything is so different. Um, whereas it's not like Iron Man where your story's usually the same. It's just varying degrees of alcoholism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That affects what he's done. Yeah. Um, or Captain America, essentially he's the same character every time, stripped back. Like Moon Knight is so different that you can just take all these different influences and make it essentially a new character, which is what they've done here. Uh, and why we have a Stephen who is nothing like Stephen Grant from the comics, but instead like Stephen Grant from Tomb Busters, apparently. That was weird. Yeah, that was... Um, uh, yeah. That's where he got yeah. the idea from. It's like, we've seen this in Smallville. Didn't Clark yeah. get locked up? Was that... Um, or was it Lex? No, Clark got locked up, wasn't it? I think so. And then everyone was... And then we've seen it, I think, in Arrow as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, this is what I mean. Like, it's one of those things where I'm happy to see it here because that comic is like one of the things that I read from Moon Knight where I went, I have no idea what's going on. I love it. Yeah. But we've seen um, it so much in TV. We're like, oh, we know what's happening. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is a trope. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. Like um, certain things are better. They've been overdone. Like, I would have found mm. it better if they didn't do it. Yeah. It I understand that you need it for me. the story and all that. If you're going to pay homage to the comic, but there's certain things that, and I guarantee you there's a lot of things that are being written in comics that you just wouldn't do now because it'd be like, well, we can see exactly how that's going to play out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, one of the fun things about the um, the Asylum as well is uh, Crawley calling out bingo numbers. Yep. They're all Moon Knight comics. Yeah, okay. But Moon Knight comics that are weaved through this this yeah so what they've pulled story. from yeah exactly yeah. So, so that's basically like, what they've um, done they put moon knight comics in a in a bingo in, yeah, in, in, in the, the, bingo in, the ball, in the ball thing and they've just spun it around and whatever's come out they've gone yeah we'll use that spin it again that's how they've written this yeah <laughs> here's your powerball numbers for moon knight yeah pretty much wow i think um, we've just we've just cracked the egg on marvel on how they write stuff well, at least how they wrote Moon Knight, yeah. They probably did the same for Spider-Man as well, let's be honest. <laughs> no, I'm I'm full 180 on Spider-Man, like how that ended for No Way Home. Like, yeah, but look uh, at look at look at Ned. He's Miles. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Well, Ned is Ganky. Yeah, yeah. Ganky's from, from Miles, and then you've got Ned who was the the hobgoblin. It's like you guys have just pulled out of random hats here. Yeah. This name, put it on this character. Yeah. Well, it's what they did for uh, the Vulture as well. Still Spider-Man. Vulture, Liz Allen's dad. Yep. Making one character. See? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we've just... we've Kevin Foggy, we're, we're on to you. We are on to you. We're on to you, man. You, you and your bingo, bingo your bingo ball drum that you're spinning around here and just spitting out balls. We've got it. Look, man, I would love to play Marvel Bingo. I think We are. Be- we're watching it. Yeah, I'm I'm on board, man. I'm on board at Marvel Bingo. Let's do this. <laughs> That's C- what our Young 47. Avengers storyline's going to be, isn't it? Yeah, it's hundred <laughs> percent. All right, cheers for joining us, guys. <laughs> That's we've, it. Uh, we've cracked it pretty well. We've cracked uh, Marvel's writing style, which is that we're not going to know what's going to happen now. No, every see, everyone thought that it was it's Kevin Feige, brains, massive. No, he just likes bingo. That's it. Yeah, 
We've figured yeah. him out. We've just cracked it wide open. Look, we didn't have the bingo analogy, but I think we already knew that Kevin Feige's whole game plan was just throw things in the air. I love comics and, we'll, and want to see this. We'll see what happens. You know, he's like a kid with ADD running around being like, I want to make this one now and this one and this one. Yeah. I loved all these things. I want to make them. You know, and you're like, that doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, we'll make them fit. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't um, doesn't make sense now, but if you drag some from here and a little bit from here, we can you know sort what's of really make it funny, work. Right? This is all something from uh, Zach Stentz on Twitter. We're, we're tangent, but I don't care. <clears throat> um, talking about how, because he wrote the first Thor movie. Yeah. Right? Was it Thor or Dark World? He wrote one of those two. And he reckons he went to, I think it was the first one. He says he went to Kevin Feige with the idea of using uh, Tooth and Asher and Tooth Nora. Yeah. The, um, the goats that pull yeah, yeah, the chariot. Yeah, yeah, pull the chariot, yeah. And Feige was like, no, that's just not where the MCU is. <laughs> Little did he know. Uh, uh, yeah, and he's like, well, look how far the MCU's come. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I tried to use those bloody goats. You know, and you know, that's thanks to Taika. Yeah, <laughs> that's Ragnarok. That's that's done that. It's like the 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 possibilities are endless. Yeah, look, we we'll probably talk about that trailer on our um on our show next week. But I do have to say, I love that it told us nothing. Literally like, I, nothing. I, I wish I wish more trailers did. That. We got nothing out of it. It's like here's this, here's this, here's this. Now that's it done. Yeah, like. Oh man, I, I, geez, I wish more trailers did that. See, a lot of people aren't. A lot of people don't want that because they're like, "Well, we got told nothing. Like, what's he going to lose in this? Where's, where's the stakes? There's no stakes. But it's you, like." But you're at the point where in the MCU, and I've said this for ages, where I don't even think you need trailers. People like, are just people, people, are people go. will go. You know, like, and then it will pick up groundswell, and more people will go. Yeah, like you don't need to know. Like, people are angry they haven't seen gore. I'd love to not see gore in a trailer. Yeah. I'd love for the first time to be on screen. Well, see, and that's and that's this dates back to what I said on the show as well. Like, I would love for there to be a Predator movie that we don't know is a Predator movie. Yeah, like Which, you don't know who the bad guy is. Like, you know, there's a Dan bad Trashenberg guy. Dan was trying that. You know, there's someone killing him, but you don't know who it is. And then next minute, it's Predator shows up, and you're like, holy hell! And then it's just word of mouth from there. You know, one of those bingo balls that Crawley called was also one of my favorite issues of Moon Knight. Yeah. Just bringing it back to Moon Knight. Um, well, we should. And it's, yeah, and it's a full arc where um, where Moon Knight is tracking an assassin, like a hitman. Yep. And as he's going further down it, like in the investigation, he starts thinking it might be one of his personalities. Yeah, right. So he's tracking himself. And like all the evidence starts pointing back to it. He's like, oh God, this might be me. Like it's a really cool comic run. Um, but yeah, one of the one of the balls that were pulled. And it, it like it stuck out to me because we haven't got anything like that yet in the show. Yeah. But everything else in the show we've got little nods to. Yep. So what's Jake been doing? What do you mean? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Maybe they are going to wreck on it, and Jake's going to be the one who killed uh, Layla's dad. Yeah, it wasn't actually. Yeah, yeah, that could work. You know, 
Anyway, I hope I hope not because Jake shouldn't be a villain, but it would be interesting if they went that way. Yeah. Because he's already a lot more violent than the Jake in the comic just by the fact that he woke up and had stabbed those people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's... um, And he looked pretty violent trying to get out of that bloody... That sarcophagus too. <laughs> Just let him out. Yeah, he wants to come and play. Let him play. Let the man play. All right. Anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. That is it. That was apparently our Moon Knight wrap-up, which we tangented, but I liked it. It was good. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye.